Hello everyone, welcome back to Babylon 5 versus DS9, the galaxy's greatest podcast about the two great 90s space station shows, but this week we're talking about the new episode of Star Trek Lower Decks, episode 6 of season 2, The Spy Humongous. The Spy Humongous. Yeah, I should say this is uh, Bob from Cascadia, and I got Matt from the Southland on the line, who I made watch a cartoon. Yep, had to watch a cartoon again. You're going to be surprised by this one, Bob, though. You're going to be surprised. So hit us with that A-plot. All right. So in the A-plot, we've got Mariner Tindy and Rutherford uh, handling anomaly consolidation duty, i.e. cleaning out the senior officer's space trash, while Boimler begs off after getting recruited by the Red Shirts, an unfortunately named group of ambitious lower deckers, and he gets yoked in a surprising development. Meanwhile, in the B-plot, Captain Freeman and Shax attempt to negotiate a ceasefire on Packlet Planet, while Ransom and Kayshawn babysit a Packlet spy on board the Cerritos. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty fun episode overall. I, I enjoyed it. Starting to like this cartoon, Bob. Starting to like it. Well, you keep coming around on the cartoon, Matt. You, uh, you saying that cartoons can be good, too? Yeah, cartoons can be okay. Star Trek cartoons can be okay, yeah. I, I only watch cartoons that feature uh, Star Trek or uh, DC or Marvel superheroes. I don't watch any other cartoons on general principle. So who's your favorite character of the episode, Matt? I'm going to have to go with Boimler, Bob. Uh, that, that pains me. You're, you're just stabbing me in the back over here. This is why I like this episode. Uh, that leadership plot actually mirrored some moments in my life over the last couple of years, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I found it actually quite relatable. Who knew that uh-huh. I could see myself in a cartoon character? Not the part about him getting yoked, though. That never happened. No, I never did get yoked, but I tried to act like I was yoked. Just, you know. Did people buy this? Eh, maybe a little bit. I did think I needed okay. to lose some okay. weight. You, su- you successfully projected a false image of yokedness. Yeah, I had, I had to. Uh, yeah, you, you, you really, if you want to be in a leadership position, you kind of have to do that. I mean, you have did to. Did you use padding in the shirt to do it? No, I used lifts in my shoes. Got it, and I get that spine like he did. Get that spine up, you know, as hard as as as, as straight as it would go. Using those ankle enhancements, okay. When when you're wanting to move into a leadership position, you have to surround yourself with people who also want to be in a similar position. Is is this why you never call me anymore, Matt? Yeah, that's exactly why, Bob. Because I. But at the same time, you have friends you would probably much rather be hanging out with and doing stuff with, but they're not exactly on the same path you are, so you have to like... You have to ruthlessly stab them in the back. No, you don't, but you have to learn to balance. There has to be some balance to it, and... Which means selectively deny that you know them. I hear speed is really good, too, to get you in a leadership mindset. (laughs) Bobby, what is it with you and drugs? It's like lower decks... (laughs) And drugs just go together for you. I, I don't get it. I, look, man, I don't use speed. I don't. I don't have a leadership mindset. I'm Uh-oh. just saying, if one did, maybe uh, speed would be the substance of choice. Who was who your favorite character, Bob? Uh, I thought this was a good Tindy episode. I enjoyed. Uh, I enjoyed seeing her get frustrated, seeing her enthusiasm crack a little bit. That was nice. So yeah, and uh, also Boimler's the devil. So uh, moving on, favorite Joker gag, Matt. I like the ongoing joke of the Packlets referring to Captain Freeman as Captain Janeway. That was hilarious. Yeah, that, that for, I didn't think about writing that down, but that was a really good joke. Yeah, just... For me, it was the bird counselor. He randomly has an enchanted storybook with evil pigs as well as an evil slug. That was just very random and very funny. Oh, the bird counselor. I even forgot that was his office. 
Yep, yep. I had to actually. I misheard it the first time, and I had to like fast or rewind to to catch whose office it was. So, yeah, my favorite line though in this in this episode was uh, ransom to Kayshawn about the Packlet spy. We're not exactly dealing with the Tau Shiar here. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think from my favorite line, I would uh, go with the the constant Packlid refrain of "I don't have a big enough helmet for that." It was pretty great. I enjoyed that a lot. Oh, you didn't like the one line the Cat Doctor makes about the frozen Packlid spy at the end of the episode, or toward the end? Um, I honestly don't even remember what it was. It was some. She cussed and was like. <laughs> She couldn't believe he was alive still after being frozen Look, outside. I, li- I like Dr. Tayana a lot, but a lot of my affection for Dr. Tayana was tied up in the fact that, like, the other main lower deckers were being too nice or having plots that were too greatly tied up with Boimler, who is the devil. And so I couldn't, in good conscience, like, go with them as my uh, character of the week. So I had to go with Dr. Tayana. It's not that you just have this infatuation with cats. I mean, I do like cats, you know, but I had to had to go rescue my cat from a, a bunch of dogs the other weekend. It was fun. Oh, a lot of really good old Trek references in this episode. Packlet Spy is referring to uh, the Crimson Force Field. At one point, he's he's saying, "I want you to sh- I want you to show me the Crimson Force Field because he's trying to you know just learn all about the ship and stuff." That was actually a reference to like a fictional weapon. The Enterprise used against the Packlids in the episode Samaritan Snare. Uh, okay, nice. I didn't remember that at all. That's the only main Packlids episode from the Next Generation, right? Or Correct, yes. One? Okay, okay. Nice, nice. And then, yeah, yeah, you also have down that they were uh, prank-calling uh, Armis uh, from Skin of Evil, the uh, the episode where he kills Tasha Yar pretty randomly. Right, and that, that episode aired in 1988. And we're now in 2021. So this is the first time I think that's been referenced on a Star Trek television show. In how many years is that? 33. 33 years, yes. Yeah, that's a that's quite a, quite a long time. Quite a long time. I guess in terms of the time frame of the show, it's only been about 20 years since Armas killed Yar. Right, but it's just crazy like to think that Something that they came up with way back when is like now just revived to something else. It reminds me of uh, of another cartoon I used to watch, uh, Family Guy, where they would just uh, unearth old stuff. And, Don't bring. Uh, why would you bring that up? And, and cut, cut. You know, they cut things and be like, "Oh yeah." Why? Why, why are you talking? No. Why are so- you talking? Sounds about a lot guy? like. Uh, sounds a lot like oh, what they're doing God. here with Lower Deck. Sometimes just kind of. That what? Uh, do, do you? Like, do you want us to not do these? Why are you bringing that up? My God. Just say it. Just You're say awful. it. Just, uh, just, you know. Is this what leadership mentality is, Matt? It's Digging sadistic. up old stuff. It's gross and sadistic. Yeah, it is. You, you shouldn't do speed. It. Imagine how bad you would be with Family Guy references if you were on speed. <laughs> did you do, Did you catch, though, in the leadership speech that Boimler gives that uh, he does see himself on the Enterprise D? It, like, specifically was... I actually didn't because I have to hide my eyes whenever Boimler gets a monologue because it pains me so much because he's the devil. In his mind, he's actually on the Enterprise D, which was crazy because, like, to think that we have not seen that bridge specifically since uh, Star Trek Generations. I mean, we saw it. Didn't we see it in uh, 
in the Jim Hadar episode. That was the season two finale because the Odyssey. Although I guess Generations would have been about the same time. Yeah, yeah, gener- yeah. Generations was the yeah the last time we saw that that actual bridge set. It's kind of funny. Ugh, Boimler, the devil. Anyway, um, I I also think that the episode title is a reference to the Lord Humongous in Mad Max Two, and so I appreciated that. It didn't hit me till like you mentioned it. Because I forgot about Humongous, Lord Humongous, sadly. That was a good movie, though, Mad Max, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all the Mad Max movies are great in their own way. In this episode, we have basically, you put we have two plots running, but really we have, like, kind of three. We have... I mean, if you really want to disambiguate, it's four. But I thought, like, given that both are kind of paired off, I thought you could just link them into two. I found, like, the Tindy Meritor and uh, Rutherford plot to be kind of bleh. In my opinion, you seem to like it, but I just kind of found it, eh, it was all right. I mean, it, it was a little repetitive of the show's ongoing gimmick of, you know, gratuitous TNG references. Yeah. But on the other hand, it didn't have Boimler, so, you know, I was in love with it. Well, on a side note, I was kind of thankful for the whole Red Shirt Club plot to tie, to tie it all together, so good job. Logan. Oh, the Red, the red Shirts were, were funny. And just, I just hate Boimler. And uh, on top of that, you know, your other cat alien actually got a speaking part, Bob. Yeah, I still don't think we know his name, but we do get to hear the Kazenti Ensign speak. The more cat aliens talking, the better. <clears throat> yeah, had I known his name, I would have made him my character of the week instead of Tendi. Sorry, Tendi. <laughs> All right, so anything else you want to add about this episode, Bob? I, uh, I'm just really grateful we got such a deep insight into your leadership mindset, Matt. Yeah. And, uh, all the all the you know awful things you had to do while you were climbing the greasy ladder of success, greasy pole, greasy ladder. All, all the little people you you know had to kick and climb over and then spit down upon to maintain your position. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was good insights. It was good insights. Well, this has been uh, Babylon Five versus Deep Space Nine, but this week we were talking about lower decks. Uh, I am uh, Matt from Cascadia, and the man so so far up the greasy pole of leadership that we can't really see him anymore. Oh look, he's spitting down on us. Oh shit, it got into my eye. That's kind of gross. But yeah, that's a uh, that's Matt from the Southland who just spat in my eye. So apparently we're Matt and Matt, and we'll see you next week. Have a good one.